Welcome to Into the Deep, a podcast by Gosford Parish, the Shrine of St. John Paul II. Join us each week as we dive deeper into the upcoming Sunday's Gospel readings and explore the things Christ is doing in our hearts and in yours. Whether you're new to the faith or have been following Jesus for a long time, you are most welcome here. In the words of St. John Paul II, do not be afraid, do not be satisfied with mediocrity, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of Into the Deep. I am one of your co-hosts, Jamie. I'm the Parish Shrine and Formation Coordinator here at Gosford Parish. And normally I'm joined with Father Greg, but he is still away on his long service leave. He's got a well-deserved break and he'll be back in our areas very shortly in just a few weeks. But until then, we've had some awesome guests the last couple of weeks. So I hope you've enjoyed receiving their their knowledge and their wisdom. I think I've definitely received a lot from their episodes, but today you're going to be joined with just me. Um, And it's a bit of a long gospel (laughs) this week, so make yourself comfortable um, and yeah, let's just dive straight into this week's gospel. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Then the disciples came and asked him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. The reason I speak to them in parables is that seeing they do not perceive and hearing they do not listen, nor do they understand. With them indeed is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah that says, You will indeed listen, but never understand. And you will indeed look, but never perceive. For these people's hearts have grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes so that they might not look with their eyes and listen with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, The evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, This is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the law of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. 
But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the word of the Lord. Well, I told you it was a bit of a longer one this week. And I know Father Greg says that he will always give a short homily if it's a long gospel. And so today I'm going to try and stick to that and give you just a short reflection on the gospel because I think there's so much that we can unpack ourselves and kind of dive into ourselves and pray with. So I think I'll just offer a couple of things that really stuck out to me and then um, yeah I really encourage you to go and read it again for yourself maybe listen back if you prefer to hear the gospel and yeah just really pray and ask yourself what Jesus is trying to tell you through the gospel because he speaks to each of us differently he's trying to heal and encourage us in different ways and so yeah I'll offer some of my thoughts to maybe help your reflection and then I really encourage you to really sit with that yourself Yeah, so there's definitely a lot that Jesus shares with us and reveals to us in this gospel. So we not only have the parable of the sower, which I don't know about you, but I've definitely heard it quite a few times in primary school and explored it in high school. And so I think it's safe to assume that it's one that we're probably familiar with. But not only do we have that parable, but Jesus also explains the parable, which doesn't always happen. Sometimes he says what he says and then he leaves it with the people, but this time he actually unpacks it to the disciples. And not only that, but he also dives into referring directly to the Old Testament and he's speaking about the purpose of the parables. You know, when the disciples ask him, like, why do you speak this way? Why do you speak in parables? And I love what Jesus says that to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. And he talks about this idea that people's hearts have grown dull, which is direct reference of Isaiah in the Old Testament. And, you know, we know that Jesus comes to, he says later on, that he comes to fulfill the Old Testament. And so I think often we can read that and think, oh, well, that just relates to the people of the time. But I, I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of us can probably relate to this idea that our hearts have grown dull. And I know for me, there's been times in my life where I've felt like, I just want to like shout the gospel to the rooftops. I want everyone to know about this love that I've experienced, about this power that I've experienced, about the way that it's changed my life and I can't shut up about it and I'm just on fire. You know, I love Father Greg talks about being on fire for the gospel and I I love that idea. But yeah, I felt like that sometimes and other times I don't feel like that. My heart grows dull. I just like get through the day and I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm doing this stuff, but what's it really for? Like, yeah that that spark that flame in me get kind of becomes dull and my ears are hard of hearing like he says <laughs> I've shut my eyes and I don't look with my eyes and even in the case of like the Eucharist sometimes I'm like overcome with awe that Jesus himself is truly present in front of me and is so excited to see me and to be with me and that he's waiting there all day and sometimes you know I've shut my eyes and I don't acknowledge that and I don't believe it and I don't feel it and yeah I think that that's why Jesus is is giving these stories he's explaining special he's explaining particular concepts to these people about who God is the the nature of the kingdom of heaven and what we're actually called to do how we're called to live and those things are so applicable not only to the people of the time but also to us as well 
in the 21st century. And so I think when we we unpack the parable of the sower a little bit, you know, I don't think I need to say too much because Jesus himself um, unpacked it for us. I think I'm just going to break it down a little bit more in case, you know, there was a lot, a lot that we just heard. So we have the sower who represents Jesus, who's scattering the seeds of his word. And the word is the message of the kingdom of God. Then we've got the seed falling on the path, which symbolizes those who hear the word, but do not understand it or accept it. The evil one snatches away the message, preventing it from taking root in their hearts. So I'm sure there's a lot of us, you know, I think back to me in high school. That's definitely how I was. I heard the word, but I didn't understand it or accept it. You know, I didn't take root in my heart. I didn't take ownership over the truth. I didn't take ownership over my faith. And then we have the seed that falls on the rocky ground, which represents those who received the word with joy initially, but their faith lacks depth. When faced with trials or persecution, they quickly fade away. And how often do we see that? I think sometimes when we, we encounter the love of Christ, we experience his love, we think like, oh my gosh, life is going to be perfect from now on. Everything is going to be great and amazing. And the fact is that that's not the truth. You know, what we were talking about with Scott a couple of weeks ago that Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. You know, that that's not a promise of your life is going to be amazing and you're going to face no trials or persecution. In fact, being Christian probably guarantees even more so that you will face persecution and trials in your life because you're called to live a certain way. We're called to be a part of the world. We're called to be in the world, but not of the world. And that's a challenge. And so often we can have people in our lives or sometimes we might relate to this as well, that we initially receive the word, we receive Jesus with joy, but then rocky things happen things get hard and then we fall away from the faith and then we have the seed that falls among the thorns which represents those who hear the word but are overwhelmed by the worries of this world the deceitfulness of wealth and the desire for worldly pleasures and these distractions choke the word preventing it from bearing fruit in their lives and in our world today how hard is it to not become overwhelmed by the desires for the things that the world tells us are going to make us happy. You know, fortune, money, um, popularity, fame, acceptance, people liking us, having success in our careers, at school, whatever it might be. But the fact is that these are just distractions that choke, choke the spirit within us and prevent it from actually bearing fruit. So we can receive it, but we don't actually bear fruit. And often that that's a sign of someone that is truly living the faith. You know, I always I always try and listen to this because often sometimes um, we can receive like advice from people and we can um, be trying to work out who should we look up to. And ultimately, we should be looking up to Jesus. You know, he is the perfect example of this. But often what I tell myself is like, I, if I'm going to take on someone's advice or I'm going to take their perception of me and who they think I am to heart, I want to look at the fruit in their lives. I don't want to just look at the things that they're telling me or the things that they're preaching or saying. I want to look at the fruit that's in their lives. And when we talk about the fruit of someone's life, we're talking about the relationships they have with people, the way they interact. The not I'm not saying that um, to be a, a true Christian, we need to have fruit because sometimes Christians' lives look really hard. Like, people that love the lord their lives it might look like it's not bearing any fruit because they're going through a really hard time 
but yet the people that I admire the most and the people that I feel the Lord working in and through the most are people that even they're going through really hard times and yet I can see the fruit in their lives because they are still so giving they are still giving in their relationships with people in their time and yeah I think it's really important that we we look at the fruit of people's lives and then we have the seed falling on good soil which represents those who hear the word understand it and receive it with an open and humble heart They allow the word to take root, grow, and produce a bountiful harvest of faith, righteousness, and love. And that's what we're encouraged to do. We're encouraged to hear the word, understand it, and receive it with an open and humble heart. We need it to take root and grow and produce the fruit that we're talking about. You know, Jesus doesn't just want us to receive the gospel. He doesn't want us to just hear his word, but he actually wants us to go out and live it. That's why I think he gives us the parables because it offers really practical suggestions of how we're actually called to live and who we're called to be in our lives and be to our family and our friends and our communities. And so this parable teaches us that not everyone is going to respond to the word of God in the same way. And how true is that in your own life? I know for me, like when I encountered the love of God, I thought, oh, well, if everyone encounters him the exact same way I do, then their lives are going to be changed as well. And yet often it's just been a couple of people at every event that I've participated in or been a part of or a retreat or whatever it's been, a youth group or something like often it's just a couple of people that really encounter God in a powerful way. And I think that that really speaks to what Jesus is actually talking about today, that we're not all going to receive the word at the same time in the same way you know like Jesus is pursuing us always and he hasn't forgotten us if we don't encounter him in a particular way but equally like we're all called differently and so we're all going to actually encounter him differently and I think it's really important to know that if it's someone in your life like if they haven't encountered the love of God and you you have that desire for them and you really want to spread that gospel message to them like it's okay if it's not exactly in the way that you wanted because sometimes people aren't in the place to receive that and I think even when I read about the the seed that falls on the path and yet um, you know they receive the word they hear it but it doesn't take root in their lives often just that little seed is planted in their hearts I see that all the time with kids that I um, I get to do youth ministry with and like when I first meet them and they come to youth group and I think like, are you guys getting anything out of this? Like, I hope so. Um, but I can't really tell. And yet they later on the, the seeds that were planted, even when I didn't necessarily, necessarily realize they were being planted um, or what they'll come up and say and what they receive. And I can see the fruits of that in their life, even if at the time it really just appeared like, I don't know if this is really taking root in your heart and so don't underestimate the power of Jesus you know um and I think as well like that it's really important to I think as well this this gospel reading really reminds us of the need of like this perseverance in our faith that we are going to face challenges we're going to face temptations and a lot of the times that can hinder our growth that can hinder the way our relationship with Jesus grows But in that, we have kind of two options. We can just throw it all away. Like if we look at the, those who hear the word and are overwhelmed, those that fall among the thorns, like overwhelmed by the demands and the pleasures of the world, that we can be like that. Or 
we can choose to just forage ahead. We can choose to keep trying, to keep growing. And that doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. Like, far out. When I, I think when I first came to the faith, I really put all this pressure on myself to be perfect. And I thought like, oh, well, my friends and my family and the people that I love, like if my life doesn't look completely perfect at all times, then they're not going to believe that I'm actually changed by by what I've experienced they're not going to believe Jesus is really real if I'm not perfect all of the time which is ridiculous and not the case at all um so I think it's really important to to remind us of that perseverance that we need and it also calls us to examine our own hearts and response to the word of God are we like the path rocky ground or thorny soil or are we cultivating good soil allowing the word to transform us and bear fruit and I really like that idea that we actually get to cultivate where our faith is growing. You know, we get to decide where our faith is growing. It's not just something like, oh, well, too bad, I'm stuck in the thorns or I'm stuck on the path or I'm in the rocky ground. Like, no, you can decide I'm going to plant myself in good soil. I'm going to surround myself in good community. I'm going to surround myself in the sacraments. I'm going to immerse myself in my faith. I'm going to make prayer a priority and I'm going to nurture my faith. And also it encourages us to share the word with others, knowing that not everyone is going to accept it, okay? Not everyone is going to accept what we're saying, what we're doing or living, but yet some will receive it with joy and it will change their lives. And knowing that, like I'm a testament to that. And I think it's so powerful to just know, like whoever is intended for that message or that the way you live your life or your relationship with them to change their lives, it will. Like, you know, where... God is way too big to allow us to mess up his plans for people. And I think know that and that gives us true freedom. And so ultimately, this parable invites us to be attentive and receptive to the word of God. I love that attentive and receptive to nurture it in our lives and to bear witness to its transformative power in the world. And yeah, this parable speaks to each of us today as it spoke to those who listened to Jesus over 2000 years ago. It reminds us that we are the soil where the Lord tirelessly sows the seeds of his word and of his love. How do we receive it? We can ask ourselves, how is our heart? Which soil does it resemble? That of the path, the rocks, the thorns? Or is our faith really rooted in that good soil? I really I really challenge you to reflect on that this week and this weekend as we, as we pray with this gospel on the weekend. And yeah, take that time to not only think like yeah where actually is my heart at the moment and maybe take that to prayer let jesus tell you where he sees your heart at the moment and then maybe pick a practical step that you can really really actually grow from that and change that so if i i reflect and i think you know what i feel like my faith is actually kind of in the thorns right now i'm allowing the demands of the world the worries of the world to really choke my faith then i need to decide i want my faith to be in good soil and so therefore i'm going to cut maybe a certain thing, a certain temptation out of my life and I'm going to plant myself in the good soil. I'm going to find a good, solid Catholic community and we're so blessed at St. Pat's that we have that. Maybe if you want to get involved in a ministry that you feel a little tugging in your heart to join or if you like, you know, I'm going to plant myself in good soil by making commitment to go to Mass, a daily Mass during the week or I'm going to pray a rosary or whatever it may be. I really encourage you to, one, reflect on, on this gospel and then two, make an active choice because that's the point of the parables. You know, Jesus wasn't just sharing these stories as like nice stories. They actually require action. 
And so I really encourage you that to reflect on that um, as we pray together today. And so yeah, I just invite you to, to put yourself in the presence of the Lord wherever you are. And yeah, we're going to wrap this up with prayer. So thank you for joining us and let's pray together. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts open to receive your word, seeking the wisdom and understanding found within the parable of the sower. Just as the sower scattered seeds, we ask for your grace to cultivate our souls and make them fertile ground for your teachings. Jesus, you are the divine sower, generously spreading the seeds of your truth, love, and salvation. We acknowledge that our hearts may sometimes be hardened, distracted, or consumed by worldly concerns, preventing your word from taking root within us. Help us to cultivate a receptive spirit that we may receive your message with joy and allow it to bear fruit in our lives. Grant us the grace to be like the good soil where the seed falls and flourishes abundantly. May your word find a home within us, deepening our faith, strengthening our resolve, and inspiring us to live in accordance with your will. Help us to be attentive to your voice, to meditate on your teachings, and to apply them in our daily lives. Holy Spirit, the nurturer of souls, assist us in removing the thorns that choke the growth of your word within us. Free us from the cares of the world, the allure of wealth, and the distractions that hinder our spiritual growth. Help us to prioritize our relationship with you above all else that your word may flourish and produce a bountiful harvest in our lives. May the seeds of your truth find fertile ground in our hearts, O Lord, and may we bear fruit in abundance, fruit that glorifies you, nourishes others, and brings about the transformation of the world. Grant us the grace to become faithful disciples, sharing your gospel with joy and perseverance. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our sower and redeemer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, everyone. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. Well, actually, it was just me. Thank you for joining me today. And yeah, I'll be praying for you. Pray for us. Pray for Father Greg as he gets ready to come back from his long service leave. And if I could ask you, if you're listening to this podcast, a massive favor, if you could leave us a review or download this episode, just to let us know that you have enjoyed and that you want us to continue on. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening and God bless. Have a great week.